If you want to charge premium prices for your preschool, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Shana Weldon has worked in elementary education for over 20 years, but after the pandemic hit, she felt like this could be the opportunity she had been waiting for to change her life's trajectory. She set out to open a local preschool, but was hit with roadblock after roadblock. After changing course to open an online preschool, she knew she would need to have a higher price point to make it work. So she set out to create a program that offered so much value, it was worth the premium price she was charging. Listen in to discover how you can add value to your program through enrichment classes as well. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and I'm joined today by Shana Weldon. How are you doing today, Shana? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to hear what you got going on. First, I want to get a little backstory. What's your background and what was going on before you decided to start a preschool? All right. Um, I spent the last 20 years um, in public education. Um, I started out as an elementary teacher, taught the elementary level, um, taught English as a second language. I've been a literacy coach, um, you name it. Um, The last position I had was um, early learning coordinator here um, in a large public school system in Metro Atlanta. So I've done that for the past five or six years. And um, I've always wanted to start a school, never really knew how I was going to pull it off or when the right time was going to be. And I also have two children. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So this school year was the first year that my child should have been in pre-K. And so I've been you know, coordinating programs and making decisions around curriculum and instruction assessment, excited about my child being able to attend pre-K. And then, of course, you know, we were still in this pandemic. I wasn't quite sure whether I was comfortable with her going to school. Um, And I think with COVID in general, it's just um, caused a lot of, you know, self-reflection. You know, it's like things are changing. It's like, you know, when I wanted to make a decision about what I wanted to do, I think it was kind of one of those things. It's a now or never kind of thing. Like, don't look back. Just go ahead and step on out. So that's what I did. So I left um, my position um, in August and started um, my online preschool, started classes um, September 7th. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. I think this has COVID has been an opportunity to kind of change the way things run. And if people take that opportunity, people have been able to do some awesome things with it. Just kind of switch. I mean, things weren't really working in education and stuff. We know they weren't really working before anyway, us elementary school teachers. <laughs> we knew that there was a lot of stuff going on. And then COVID kind of flipped everything, flipped the whole script and gave us an opportunity to kind of make things what we wanted if we wanted yeah. to. Awesome. How did you find Joy? Um, Facebook, um, of course, you know, um, just kind of scrolling through and um, saw one of her ads. And, you know, I just tried to check it out to see what she um, had to offer. And I think, you know, she did like a free seven day challenge. So I was a part of that initially. Um, And then right after I finished that seven day challenge, I actually joined Preschool All-Stars. So I joined back 
I want to say October 2020. So I was okay. almost a member for a year before I started because at the time, you know, I knew I wanted to do it. At least I had found somebody who had the blueprint to follow, but still wasn't quite sure whether I was going to yeah. be able to step on out. Um, and so what I did, I joined and then I, I um, moved forward with trying to find space to start a local preschool. It's actually what I was doing. So I looked at churches, I wrote proposals, you know, everybody pretty much was like, no, we're not renting right now. You know, maybe once the pandemic changes, we'll do something else. I had a church tell me once I submitted a proposal, they were going to start their own school. So just a lot of no's, no's, no's back and forth, but I didn't give up. Yeah. So I kept um, going. I actually, up until I want to say August, I had met with a principal at a charter school to see if I could rent space there. And so at the last minute, she, I did get approval to, um, rent space there, but the cost was just going to be too much. And so I just decided, you know what? I had the website up, had everything. All I had to do was change the word to online. Let me just stick with joy, start online. And I haven't looked back. Oh, awesome. Okay. So I I love that you didn't get discouraged. You just switched (laughs) your plan. We got to be adaptable. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So tell me what, tell me about your preschool then. What do you have going on? What's your class schedule? So um, my preschool preschool is Global Prep Preschool Online, and right now I offer classes five days a week. So I give parents the option to sign up for um, two-day-a-week, three-day-a-week, or five-day-a-week. All of my students right now, except for one, are actually five-day-a-week students. So um, I offer live um, 50-minute classes um, on Zoom. Um, If you sign up for three days a week, students receive um, one day of one-on-one instruction like once a week and then if you sign up for five days a week you get two one-on-one sessions um per week oh wow okay so it's like one-on-one tutoring in addition to your already live lessons yes so um because i my price points are pretty high so in order to be um competitive i wanted to make sure i could offer something different so in addition to the live classes you know you have an opportunity for your child to get one-on-one instruction and then i also offer enrichment classes um in the afternoon so we have a virtual dance teacher. Um, I actually have virtual soccer now. Um, yeah. Um, and then we do um, coding and robotics um, through Techie Kids Club. So we do that. Nice. Um, and then we have Spanish, of course, through Preschool All-Star. So four days a week, um, my students can come back in the afternoon for enrichment. And then once a month on Fridays, I do what's considered our preschool pal. So like our preschool play dates, we'll do that once a month on Fridays. Ooh, okay. Awesome. I love what you got going on. Tell me about, well, tell me about your price points first. Do you, do you have, are your classes like Tuesday, Thursday? That's the twice a week kids? Yes, it is. But I don't have anybody who, who is a two day a week student. Okay. Yeah. So you have a couple three day, most of them come all five days. So the three day would be, or is just Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Yes. Okay. So you do that in the morning. What time do you do that? Your, your live class? 10 o'clock. So classes from 10 to 10 50. Okay. And are your kids local to you or are they all across the country? Where do you have kids? Uh, Most of them are local. I have a small group of kids. Um, I started out with eight. I think I'm down to to six as of um, this month for February. But um, I have two students that were um, out of state, but most of them were in the metro Atlanta area. Okay. So you have a 15 minute class five days a week at 10 o'clock. And then when do you fit in the one-on-one tutoring? How long are those those sessions? So the one-on-one sessions about 15, 20 minutes. You know, okay. when I started out at the beginning of the year, I was scheduling for 15 minutes, but we know that young kids, after they've sat for 15 minutes, you know, we want to make sure they have a break and they're able to sit there. So at the beginning, it might've been about 10 minutes, you know, um, and now depending on 
my schedule. I made it expanded a little bit, but it's it's scheduled for 15 minutes. Okay. Um, so after so after 10:50, I think I have like at 11, a child comes back, and I just have them scheduled back to back, like 11:15, 11:30. So like I said, most of my kids only are five days a week, so they get two sessions. So they just the parents select two days a week um, between Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, I use Mondays and Fridays um, as times for me to plan. You know, after the um, you know 10 o'clock class. So I don't see anybody for one-on-ones Monday and Friday unless I need to make up a session. So let's say a child is absent or something happens. I do try to schedule um, and make that up for the families. Okay. And what do you do during those one-on-ones? Is it tailored to each kid or are you kind of doing the same thing for each kid? And what kind of stuff are you doing with them? So no, it's tailored to each child. So um, in terms of an assessment, I use um, a literacy assessment called PALS, a phonological awareness um, literacy screener. So um, all of my students um, that have been here since the beginning will get that screener three times a year. So the students that have come, you know, um, in the middle of the year or just haphazardly have pretty much had one assessment so far. So um, starting like the end of January, I started with the the, um, mid-year assessment for them. So I use the assessment results to basically tailor what I focus on, you know, with my students during that time. I, my, um, my, I, my niche is really like a literacy rich curriculum. I do pull in math sometimes during one-on-one, but my, I'm heavily focused on, on literacy. So um, depending on what they need, if it's alphabet knowledge, you know, if it's um, some type of um, specific phonological awareness skill, um, concepts of print, you know, in general. So I have a lot of, um, I, the curriculum that I use um, is called Ready to Advance. So they have a lot of online resources. So like I'm able to, you know, create um, like digital um, pocket charts and things like that, where I can, you know, have the letters and and move them around or they have a lot of um, digital text. So I can share my screen and the students can see the words on the screen and point to them. And then if I have the um, program read, you know, it highlights, you know, the words in yellow and things like that. I like that. That's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm looking into, different online curriculums for when I open mine. I'm getting, I'm like just pulling every time I interview someone else, I'm just pulling in ideas. I'm like, Ooh, okay. These are good stuff. Um, so that's awesome. So you, each kid gets about 15, 20 minutes, once or twice a week to work on whatever they want. So you can, you know, market it as it's very individualized. You differentiate for each kid. I love that. I'm sure parents love that too. Do you yeah. find it difficult to, first of all, do you use zoom? Are you using Zoom on your Yes, platform? I am using Zoom. Okay. Do you find it difficult for the, to jump off and then get them all back on at the right time? Um, I think at, at, the, at the beginning of the year, of course, it's a learning process. But, you know, sometimes before I leave, you know, I always say, you know, before we play our goodbye song, hey, you know, you come back at 1130 just as a reminder. So the, whoever's at home with them will, will um, you know, remember. But I do send a weekly calendar to, okay. to families. So, um, Every Sunday afternoon, I send out a weekly calendar so parents know each day what materials or resources they're going to need for class. And then um, so that way they'll be prepared. Now, they're not always prepared, but at least I try any avenue that I can to remind them Mm -hmm. um, I do. And then sometimes I still have to send text messages to parents like, hey, is is such and such ready to log in for their one on one? Um, But um, I know that, you know, it's just a powerful tool to really. to use to help kids make progress. Like I said, in my um, previous position, you know, I was in my role as coordinator when the district had to transition to virtual learning, you know, mm-hmm. so of course, for the first time ever, you know, we yeah. had to figure out what we were going to do. So I know from 
just my experience doing that in the school district, you know, I had to come up with the schedule, you know, we had to figure out what that curriculum was going to look like. And I know that in that schedule, like our one-on-one time was very valuable. And like, that's where we saw the most impact. So I knew that when I did it myself, I wanted to figure out a way that I could do that um, and make it meaningful. And I knew I could only do that with a small number of kids. So what I tried to do was I had to figure out, I'm going to have to have a higher price point to make it worth, you know, me doing it. And then also the students to get the most impact. And then um, instead of having, you know, a bunch of expensive classes and then a bunch of kids and not be able, because again, I have my own child at home with me. So she's in class too. So I also have to make time to work with her, you know, one-on-one. So I knew I didn't want to have a lot of classes Mm -hmm. that I could still make sure that I could, you know, attend to her. Yes. I love everything you're saying because, you know, I still, I have the local and I'm, you know, trying to figure out exactly what I want my online program to look like when I open it back up. And I'm trying to figure out how I can do the less, least amount of, you know, class time take away from my family with the most amount of, you know, monetization. So I'm trying to figure out what can I, what can I offer so I can have a higher price point? Do I want it like a tiered system? And I love offering the thought of offering one-on-one one-on-one help because I also when we did I was still teaching with the district back in 2020 for the last few months when we went virtual and that Mm -hmm. was the only time like they we had like no guidance really except for like put some stuff up on google classroom and you know so I just kind of took it upon myself to make a schedule and just do one-on-one meetings with all my kids and that's what I pretty much did for most of the day I put up work online but I ended up like meeting with every kid a few times one-on-one and it was just amazing because we never got obviously as a teacher you never got that you never get the one-on-one time as a classroom teacher and I just thought it helped so much and the parents were like we thank you so much for doing these one-on-ones and so I think that would I mean that adds so much value to your program and I love that you know you're like I don't need a hundred students I just need some and have a higher price point so what can I offer to make that price point higher how do you um work your like the once a week dance class how did you figure that in how did you find that teacher and then do you offer it through the hub so no, um, I do have the hub, um, but I haven't gotten it set up yet. Since I started, remember I joined in 2020, so I had my website up through Wix. Me too. So, I know. So yeah, I'm, I'm about I'm, to learn the hub right now. I just so emailed yeah, them. I'm like, I'm I, doing I, it. Doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I have, I've been paying it. So I yeah. need to go ahead and transition over. But it's like when I joined Wix, you know how you already are paid up for like two years. Yeah. So yeah. I just <laughs> totally. kind of like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you're like, do but, I really want to start a whole new thing? Exactly. Time. Yeah. Um, but for the online dance teacher, I, it was actually a program I signed my own child up for, right? Okay. So I saw somebody advertising like in a, a Facebook parent group about um, free dance classes for um, for students, right? So I signed my own child up and um, just was able to pay like a, a registration fee, you know, very inexpensive and the class itself was going to be free. So I went, I think I signed her up for like two days a week. You know, it was like a Wednesday afternoon and Saturday. So something just told me, let me just ask them like, hey, would y'all be interested in, you know, working with some more preschoolers because they had classes for like toddlers three to five and then older children. Okay. So I asked the dance teacher one day just, and she said, well, um, you know, you would need to talk to the director or whatever. So I asked, you know, for her information. I just reached out to her and asked her, does she have a few, um, could I take a few minutes of her time and just um, kind of see if she had anything she could offer? And luckily she said she would was able to do it because apparently um, what her dance studio received grant funds, right, from the state for yeah. um, to offer virtual dance. And so 
Um, wow, that's cool. She basically said that, you know, we'll open it up to your kids. So they started a a Monday afternoon class at one o'clock for my students. And then my students could join other classes that she offers as well for free. And so she let me like the, the enrollment, the registration fee I paid for my child, Uh she let that cover like for my class. So my student, I didn't have to charge them any additional money either. Um, so yeah, it just worked out, um, amazingly. And so Uh, is it live? It's a live class. Wow. It's a live, it's a live teacher that she's on zoom, you know, they have their own link or whatever. Um, and yeah, they send it out and she does dance every Monday. And then the same thing with soccer. It was so, um, uh, and I didn't even seek this person out. Like I just happened to, um, like follow on social media, a soccer, um, coach that was, um, doing soccer, like in my community. And so I've just followed them on social media. And then he sent me a message basically saying, I want to work on, um, I'm in the process of working on uh, a virtual soccer program for kids. I want to do some beta testing. Can I use your, your students? And I'm like, absolutely. Oh, wow. Let me send it out to my um, family, family awesome. to see if they're interested. Um, so that one is not as consistent, you know, as dances every week. So, you know, of course, because it's just, you know, when he um, is available. Okay. But, um, you know, it's still something that, you know, we can yeah. offer and then he comes in, like I said, he's not charging me anything and um, just comes in and kind of test out his stuff um, as well. So, um, that's so nice. Yeah. I've been trying to think what I can, what else I can offer. I mean, I have a degree in dance, so I can, you know, I, I've taught dance for, you know, 10, 15 years. And so I, you know, I can do my own dance classes, but I'm trying to think of who I know, who, co- who I can like team up with, like, Hey, do you yeah. want to send in a once a week, class for you know tap dance or whatever it is and then add that into my program so I could add more value so I'm trying I like that I mean the soccer is awesome I'm thinking I'm just trying to think of all these different things like maybe I could do a karate class and even if they you know it's pre-recorded and they send it in and I can offer it to my family it's like just trying to think yeah. outside the box for what kind of virtual classes I can add to my program to add value just like you're doing yeah and, and techie kids club is another one um you know, okay. you do have to pay. It's like twenty four ninety nine a month, okay. um, but it's a pre recorded class. But what what I do, I just you know every day Monday through Thursday, like enrichment classes are at one. So if kids want to come back, they come. And so I just play the video and I, like in my weekly calendar, you know, I let parents know what enrichment class we're having each day and then what they're going to need. So with Techie Kids Club, they have an attachment that's going to have a overview of the activities, also going to have like a list of materials they're going to need. Um, I provide all materials for our regular 10 o'clock class, but for enrichment classes, I have parents provide their own because that's not always consistent whether they're, you know, going to come and participate or not. And so, and then it also has like a take home activity that families can do at home that, you know, um, reinforce whatever was taught. So the kids really like it. You know, it's a, I just get on Zoom. I talk to everybody and then I just play the video. And then sometimes I will stop, you know, when it's time for them to make the activity just to make sure everybody has their materials or whatever and of course you know my child is there so I'm doing the activity with everybody right. as well but um you're that's sharing your screen yeah so they can see you in the corner but mostly they're looking at the video and then you're all doing it together yes that's really cool mm-hmm. and do you think it would if you offered like the link to the video like are do they have the ability they have to watch it at that time right because or do they have the ability to also watch it at a different time if they miss that like do they get the um, link Okay. Via copyright, the answer is no. Okay. Okay. Um, but I do record my classes, but okay. you're not supposed to share the link. They are, um, 
links like they're on YouTube. You know, once you log in and pay, like you can see that it's a YouTube link, but according to their policy, that's a no. Okay. Interesting. So that's pretty cool. What kind of stuff do they do in the techie kids? Like what kind of projects? Um, so, um, I know one time we did like a color spinner. Um, mm. so basically like at the beginning, it's like this animated stuff. There's a teacher there okay. and, um, you know, she's like live, she has on the lab coat and glasses and she takes them through like little silly activities and it may be like some animated stuff. And then at the end, like it's a 30 minute class like the last 10 minutes of class is when they actually make something. So during the color, um, experiment one you know they were going around doing different stuff and finding that you know oh, yellow and blue makes green and this person's over here doing this so the activity you know we had to like cut out circles and then divide the circle into fourths and like color um you know one uh, fourth you know one color another color and then stick a pencil or a straw on there and like spin it around and like when it goes fast you know you start to see how yeah, the colors yeah. change things like that yeah, okay um, and are the parents time- there doing it with them or are they able to do it independently most of them are able to do independently. It just really depends on what the activity is. That's why I try to make sure parents can see, you know, the, the attachment and they know. So when they need help, um, you know, but some things they do need help with and some things they can do on their own. Um, so it just kind of depends. Oh, I really like that idea of offering enrichment classes. And then you just put out the schedule. So it's not the same every week, but you put out the schedule so they know what it's going to be and then they can choose to show up or not. Yeah, so it, the, it's pretty consistent except for soccer. So basically, if, if the soccer teacher says, I can't come, you know, I, I usually will say, you know, are you available Tuesday or Thursday this week? Just let me know. And what I do is I'll plug in Techie Kids Club two days a week. So I at least offer my kids something Monday through Thursday. So usually okay. it's Monday, Monday dance, you know, Tuesday or Thursday will be either one day soccer, one day Techie Kids Club or two days Techie Kids Club. And then Wednesday is Spanish. In Spanish, I do the same thing. I come in, I play the video, you know, I, and what I've done, the way that they have it broken down in preschool in a box, like those three lessons that may be for, you know, for that week, I do it all in one day because, okay. you know, I really only have that, that 30 minute time. So I'll play the song, then we'll do the activity and then I'll play the song again. So okay. again, I list, um, I have to kind of preview the activity video in advance so I can let parents know what materials they're going to need. And mm-hmm. so I'll just, if it's a printout, you know, I'll attach it in my um, calendar to say, hey, make sure you have this. And whatever other materials they'll need, they'll be listed in the calendar for, for okay. standing. Sweet. Oh, you're giving me so many ideas. Okay. And do you send out like a welcome um, kit or a monthly kit of supplies that they need? I do both. So, you know, when they enroll, I do have um, a, a welcome kit, you know, just one of the, um, you know, little white stuff you put in that. Like boxes. I have ooh, a lot of stuff. Um, let's see. I have okay, um, crayons um scissors construction paper a dry erase board um dry erase markers um the um snap cubes like 20 snap cubes like um two different colors like 10 of each color okay um a five frame uh mm-hmm. 10 frame um paint um like the white paper that you can paint on um Ooh, what I else do i have in there um and so they, they can just pull out their kit. They just bring their kit to the computer every day. And then all so the materials. pretty much like the stuff in the, um, the, the welcome kit are like general supplies that we're going to reuse, you know, over and over. Like it's a dry erase pocket in there, things like that. And okay. so each month I will send them exactly what we're going to need during class. Now we're going to use some of those things that are in that welcome kit, but each month they're going to get different stuff. So each month um, with ready to advance, there is like a, a, a monthly calendar. So mm-hmm. I have, you know, take home, like at home activities that parents can do each week, you know, so okay. and they're like two books that go along with 
um, whatever our unit is. And so that's in there. Um, I use the um, letter pals from um, Joy's curriculum each mm-hmm. week too. So whatever letters I'm, I'm using, I have that in there along with the, um, the worksheet where they have the letters and they draw the animal. Mm-hmm. And so, so each week, whenever we're reviewing or going over or introducing a new letter um, on my calendar the day before, I have parents make that letter pal into a puppet. So basically we, we glue it like this is the one from last week. So like early the unicorn. So they make a puppet. You know, we have a little poem on the back. So they had that to, to bring to class every week. And then whatever craft we're going to make, um, those su- supplies are in there. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So your classes, let's go back to your, like your portion of it. Okay. Um, what, what does that look like? You do a circle time. Is it like a circle time type thing? Are they unmuted the whole time? And so they're participating or are they on mute for some of it? Um, it's a combination of both. So, um, you know, we start out with, um, you know, almost kind of like a morning meeting or whatever. So we do, of course, our, our, um, good morning song. Um, we do, um, like a check-in to see how everybody's feeling, whether that's a thumbs up or some type of, um, slide. I use Google slides. I don't, you see like my background, I don't have anything up that I use to teach from. So I'm I'm teaching from, um, the slides. Um, I do, um, like a morning um, message slide, but it's usually like a review. It's not the morning message that we normally would do in person, face-to-face where we're writing on, you know, mm-hmm. um, chart paper. It's basically a review of some particular skill. So it's a slide that may have, you know, find all the letter like used from last week or something like that. So I have the children participate, like, cause I'm the one who's controlling to circle it. So mm-hmm. I may say something like, um, okay, I'm going to point to the letter. If it's the letter U, you know, let me see you put a horn like a unicorn or, you know, if it's a turtle, let me see, you know, move your head like a, you know, like a turtle does if it's a T or something like that. And you then- can kind um, of hover your mouse over it? Yeah, so they okay. can see my um, my cursor, you know, on the screen and then they yeah. give me, you know, whatever it is, whatever kind of action they're doing or thumbs up, thumbs down. And then I'm circling that information on there. And now we're to the point where wherever the instructions are for that morning message, I will leave out a letter, like a beginning letter. So, you know, at this point in the year to say, you know, well, what word should that be? Today is Friday. You know, that doesn't sound right. You know, that kind of thing. Um, Uh, Yeah. And then we do weather. So of course, you know, I um, sing real quick, you know, what's the weather? They peek out the window, they come on. And so now we're to the point where we have um, the graph, the weather graph. We didn't start out with that. So now we're at that point of the year where, you know, we add the weather to our graph. We look at it. And then we make observations, you know, tell me what you notice about our weather graph today, you know, that kind of thing. So that's kind of like the first part. Then we do, you know, story time. Um, We do some type of literacy skill, again, whether it's, you know, um, alphabet knowledge, um, concepts of print, you know, whatever it is, we do that. We have music and movement. So then we stop, you know, we take a break and we stretch and move and dance. Of course, I'm playing a video. Um, And then we do some type of math skill, um, pretty much. And then we have, um, you know, really like a closing, let's kind of review what we learned about today. And then we kind of have our goodbye song. And then sometimes that'll vary depending on, you know, when we do our craft, you know, maybe we won't get to math that day or, you know, something like that. So we'll have enough time to, to make our craft. But for the most part, that's what our um, 50 minutes looks like. Awesome. Let's talk prices. How much do you charge for all this stuff that you're offering? You're offering a lot. You had a lot of value. (laughs) So um, two days a week, is one ninety seven a month? Um, okay. Three days a week is two ninety seven, and five days a week is three ninety seven. Okay. And, and so, you know, before I decided that I was going to do this, you know, I was looking for options for my own child, and so I did go to a few um, like sample classes for some of the like high end 
um, online preschool programs. And, you know, you weren't I wasn't, you know, like nobody, nobody's doing one-on-one assessments with kids. Yeah. You know, nobody's giving one-on-one time with children. Um, nobody's offering enrichment classes. So I just figured, Hey, I'm going to put it out there. If it doesn't work, I can always adjust. Now, when I did my founding family script, I did offer 50% off tuition for the year. All right. So I didn't start out, you know, with those prices firm, but once I got my first, um, maybe three students, because when I initially started, it was only one student who was enrolled and my daughter. Right. So when I started on September 7th, it was just two kids. But, um, like I said, we kind of grew quickly. And then like, once I got the first, maybe three or four kids, then I kind of cut it off and went to, um, regular prices and, and, you know, Hey, they got on board and they, yeah. How did you get, so once you did your founding founding family, did you get most of your families from that script or you said you, you got one family from that script? Yeah, just one. And then what did you do to get your other families? Um, really it's been word of mouth. Like I paid for Facebook ads. I got one child off of an Instagram ad, but she didn't stay long. Like she, um, like all, ironically, all of my kids ended up being like pre-K age. So like kids who are going to go to kindergarten next year. So I had one child that came that was a three-year-old and, um, you know, she just stayed for a couple of weeks and then some things happened with her mom's work schedule. Um, but then like when she left, like it's always when somebody leaves, it's almost like I get two more like in their place. So when she left, um, it's really just been word of mouth to be honest, because, um, the, the children that came after, um, somebody told somebody who told somebody, but, um, you know, I got lots of shares on my founding family script. I mean, uh, probably over a hundred shares, but like I said, I only got one person who actually signed up. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think just from them sharing that, it still got it out there. So people were still talking, even if they didn't sign up. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm still looking since I lost, um, two kids. I do like, I consider eight as a full class. So I am looking to, um, yeah. 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 Um, so if once you you're capping, you're capping your classes at eight. So if you got more, would you start another class? I would, I would, I would, if I got at least three children, um, for a second class, I would start a second one. The Mm -hmm. only thing that, um, I would probably have to figure out is that one-on-one time. I think if I did that, I definitely could start earlier. Like I could have a nine o'clock class, but I probably would have to hire somebody to do one-on-one for that earlier class or mm-hmm. either hire somebody to teach and do one-on-ones um, yeah. for that yeah. for that second class. Awesome. So how would you say that your life is different from a year ago before you started all this? Completely different, completely different. I mean, I mean, you know how it is working in public education. It's, it's yeah. very stressful. You know, that's, that's the only life that I knew. I knew yeah. I wanted to do something different, but I just wasn't quite sure how I was going to pull it off. So, um, I mean, you know, I left a, a hefty paycheck behind, but I can say that um, I don't regret it. You know, I think it's been the best decision uh, for me and for my child, you know, this year. Um, you know, the, you know, you just can't take that away. The amount of time that I've been able to spend with her this year, you know, you can't put a price tag on it. And totally. so, um, you know, my stress level is 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 completely different. Um, you know, you can't put a a a, a paycheck, you know, on your on your own yeah. health. Um, so I, I don't regret it, but completely different. I mean, working, you know, 10 hour days to um, to now, you know, hey, it's, it, I'm teaching, you know, an hour. OK, well, most days and then with my one on ones, I mean, at the latest you know, I may be working from 10 with my enrichment classes, 10 to one thirty. you know, a day, you know, you just can't beat it. You just can't. 
you know, yeah. I just, I can't, I, I don't regret, regret the decision at all, but it's, my life has completely changed. And so I'm just hoping to, um, you know, continue to expand, you know, and, um, you know, get bigger and better. Yeah. Awesome. What would be your, your five-year plan for, for what you have going on right now? What do you think? Five years. Um, <laughs> hopefully in five years, like I, I do want to expand to continue, uh, with a local program. And then hopefully, you know, by five years, we're, we're rocking and rolling with, you know, multiple locations and, you know, maybe even, you know, expanding to half day kindergarten um, and so forth. But hopefully. Would you think of expanding your online program to kindergarten or offer other grades? I've thought about it. I had a couple of parents who, who have asked me, you know, am I going to teach kindergarten next year? But I, I, I just don't know because I, I've, I just know that they're going to have to stay on a lot longer than 50 minutes, like to, to cover kindergarten curriculum, in my opinion, you know, cause I try to it sell it like as an like, enrichment, like a homeschool enrichment thing. So, yeah, I, I've got to figure that out. Cause like I said, my own child will be in kindergarten <laughs> next year. So just trying to figure out, I knew that I'm like, you know, I don't know how I would pull that off. Like to, like if I stick with the way that I'm doing um, my classes now and then, you know, have one-on-ones and then if I'm at kindergarten then we stay, let's say at least two hours, like that's just a lot. So I haven't figured it out yet. I've thought about it. Yeah. Um, I need to figure that out soon. Cause like I said, I have people asking, but um, I would love to just stick with, you know, um, preschool. And like I said, just expand and figure out a way that I could, you know, hire some people to help. Um, with that and then potentially I would love to expand to offer local preschool next school year Um, that way I could do online and local too and then hire you know either way whether somebody for local and somebody for um or online like I said my my youngest will be three um in May so she'll be with me um in some capacity um next year in terms of school yeah um so just trying to figure all of that out yeah, that's awesome. You got big plans then. <laughs> How would you say that the Preschool All-Stars helped you along this journey? Um, I would say Preschool All-Stars is just the the community itself has just been, you know, um, a blessing in general. You know, if you have a question about something, somebody's going to answer it. If, if they don't answer, you know, right away, you can still find somebody eventually who's going to reach out or, you know, give you an idea or suggestion. You know, even when I was back in the early stages, like trying to find um, churches, you know, I was trying to figure out, okay, I need a proposal. What should I include in the proposal? You know, I put a question out there, you know, I got lots of answers, like make sure, you know, you include this or you, you know, just whatever kind of support you need is there. And, you know, whether it's somebody in the group and then all the other sessions that they offer, you know, for assistance, whether it's, you know, Tech Tuesday, the Zoom rooms and all of those things. I just think it's a lot of support that you're just not going to get anywhere else. And I said, with the um, the blueprint that Joy has laid out, you know, she has a proven system. So it's like, I want to stay connected to the source, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know every time I deviate from it, I always regret it. I'm almost darn it. I should have just stuck with your thing. (laughs) Totally. And then I track back and have to redo it. Like, I'm learning my lesson now. And what would you say to any woman who is thinking about doing this, but not really sure if they have what it takes or if they have the knowledge or if it'll work for them? What would you say to encourage them? Um, I would say, you know, you can do it. You know, you just have to make up your mind. You're, you're one decision away from changing your life. Like if you don't make a decision, it's never going to happen. So at some point, you know, you, you have to um, make up your mind, whether you're in or you're in. And and when you do, you know, your life will be changed. And I mean, I'm, I'm a true testament to that because nobody would have told me a year ago that I would have been able to leave my job, you know, um, and, and step out like this. And I mean, things, like I said, I started in, 
2020 just investigating. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't, but I just kept going, you know, because even to try to have it in my house, my HOA wouldn't let me have it in the basement. You know, I, I explored every avenue and I just kept saying, I, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I've got to figure out how to do it. And it's just like, I just would have never thought that I would be in a position to be able to walk away and, you know, things just set up. Like I said, I just knew in my mind I, I was going to do it. I didn't know how. I just kept moving forward. And and like I said, the doors were open. You just can't give up. You just got to make up your mind and just yes. stick to it. I love that. You're one decision away from changing your life. <laughs> that That's on right. a That's <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for telling us your story. You've given me a lot to think about. So I know you've given others a lot to think about too. Um, those programs sound really awesome. I'm definitely going to look into them. And thank you so much for, for sharing. I look forward to seeing where you are next year with your local preschool. We can check back in for an update episode and you can tell us what you got going on. Oh, you're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You have a great If you love today's episode, then you are going to love this. I want to give you a free gift in your hands. This is a copy of my book, Start Your Preschool, and I want to get it to you for free. Yes, I said for free. It is a 300-page book. It'll help you learn the step-by-step process to actually starting your local or your online preschool. Every single step that I walked myself through, as well as the thousands of women who've created their own successful preschools, have gone through the exact steps listed in this book. Not to mention, I also share 20 amazing women's stories. So as you can see how not only did it work for me, but it works for amazing women just like you as well. I want to get you this free copy. Just go to freepreschoolbook.com or click the link in the description and we'll get it to you today. Again, just go to freepreschoolbook.com and we'll get it right to you.